Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. Are you looking for help with trying to lose weight? Well, this could be the solution for you. With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. For the ad-free version of this podcast, please visit our Patreon page and become a patron at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link's in the description. Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast. It is Entertainment Talks podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC and Fox. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is David. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. Um, I'm having a good week as well. There's uh, good. the Crisis on FX crossover coming. The Avengers trailer came out today, so it's been a, it's been a good day. So Good, um, yes. Good. Uh, so we're here today to talk about season eight, episode six. We've got two episodes left of the half season already. Um, but this was called "The King, the Widow, and Rick." Poor Rick only gets his name for the title, you know, as he kills the king. <laughs> Maggie's the the widow isn't the best nickname for somebody, but it's better <laughs> no. than the, the Maggie or whatever. And then Rick's just called Rick. Uh, what did you think of this episode? Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. We we finally got to go and see some of the uh, other people that have been pretty much missing <laughs> for for, uh-huh. for most of the season so far. You know, we got to see a bit more of Carl, and we got to see Maggie, and uh, and what was going on at, at Hilltop. And uh, yeah, you so uh, it was it was good because it's the first time they've really been back and uh, showed what was happening with everybody else you know so far they they seem a little overconfident at this point which slightly worries me and and daryl's actions towards the end of that episode like slightly concern me as well but mm-hmm. uh yeah um who, who are you I, referring I, I, to I, when you say they're getting overconfident i i just think generally the um the 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 uh, alliance the of yeah the alliance of the sort of main group i think are, are are getting seem to be getting quite confident of uh, that they are winning, and mm. I feel that's going to blow up in their face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's called the calm before the storm, which uh, this episode yes. felt a little bit like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I don't think this was a bad episode, but um, compared to the rest of them, especially last week, which I, if you listen to that one, or in case you're a new listener, or whatever, um. I said was the best of the season because it are just the different ways it entertained and interested me. Um, yeah. This episode had some similar things, like negotiation wise. It had uh, certainly had some action. You had uh, a gu- one guy get killed as an RPG, uh, which you-, you could definitely say is action. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I think this is maybe that episode in the season where it's just setting up the bits before everything happens. And. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because I remember in the preview podcast I was saying, "Oh, I, I wonder what the." I, I was really cautious going in, like, "I wonder what the ep- the bottle episode's going to be. I wonder if it's going to be good because they've not all been bad bottle episodes, and we haven't had one yet this season because this no. definitely isn't a bottle episode. None of these have been. Um, no. but this felt like sort. It's sort of in the first half of each season. There's been one I could kind of point out and say that's the, the weaker one, and I think this is the one. Um, now we could come back next week and it could be just as good as uh, episode 5 which I really liked but for this week's episode it just felt a little bit like that that sort of we saw um, some of the progression and stuff but like it just didn't do that much and I continue to be baffled as to why Gregory's not just shot in the head um, <laughs> it, yeah. it's I don't know and not not to do a comic comparison which is somewhat and somewhat not fair because, uh, you know, it's the original source material, but it's not fair to directly compare it all the time. 
I've gone back and flicked through some of the All Out War stuff, and it's just a lot, like, simpler and cleaner. Um, and I think in the TV show, they're trying to do something a bit more bigger and grander, and I kind of give them credit for trying that, but it's not quite working as well as what they maybe want it to, in some ways. Like, they're, they're, right, they've right. added more characters in, for for a start, and they've just tried to make it a bit bigger and grander, and it's just not quite clicked yet. I don't know, but... That's that's okay. sort of how I feel. Uh, again, not a bad episode. I did like it in some ways. There were some good scenes that I liked, but it just felt a bit off. Um, but let's. Uh, but before we get into the episode, actually, I should tell you what's happening at uh, Entertainment Talk. Um, this week, me and Robert discussed this month's uh, Games with Gold, or next month's actually, December's Games with Gold. Um, and then two days later, the PlayStation Plus games got announced because, of course, they did. Uh, so we discussed uh, December's Games of Gold, which is, is sometimes alright. You can get some some good ones and some uh, some decent ones in there. So we discussed that, and what we also did is because this loot box drama continues to continue, um, <laughs> and it's still of interest to me, and it's still pretty big in the gaming industry. We can't really ignore it. But what we did this week is, if you're a bit sick and tired of listening to that, we put that at the end of the episode, like right at the end of the episode. So um, you can kind of leave if you don't if you don't want to uh, listen to sort of all that again, um, because you know there's lots of different companies that are messing about with that kind of stuff at, at the moment. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Oh yeah, I did some. I did a lot of Marvel Netflix stuff. Uh, I reviewed the excellent first season of The Punisher. You can go and check that out. I posted that yesterday. And yep. with that, um, I also went ahead and ranked each of the Marvel Netflix series. So all of the ones so far, including... I, I sort of separate Daredevil Season 1 and Season 2, because they are separate seasons. Um, but I sort of rank those as well. Uh, and then next week, me and Robert will be talking about the Crisis on EarthX crossover, uh, which has been airing this week in America. Uh, Walking Dead podcast, of course. Uh, and then I think, was it last week or the week before? Sometimes I get mixed up with my weeks. Uh, but we reviewed the Justice League, me and David. So go ahead and listen to that as well. Um, yep. And there's other stuff coming as well. So stay tuned, entertainmenttalk.org with all of that. So in the days after the um, onset of the war against Negan and the Saviors, Rick, Maggie um, and Carol correspond with each other, sort of. You get like a voiceover from Rick kind of thing. It's like with he's... A, with a, they were passing notes backwards and forwards, yeah. which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about it in a, in a second. Uh, so they're doing that to sort of report to each other on their victories and defeats and make plans to launch the next phase of the attack in the next few days. Rick travels... Um, to the scavenger's base to meet with Jadis, showing her the photos that he took, because we we kind of wondered why he took those, but now we know why, to show the yeah. evidence of victories and to show what state the uh, saviors are in. And Rick offers to deal with them in his war, despite previous betrayals and actions from the end of last season. Um, Jadis refuses to deal with Rick, and he's taken and kept prisoner in a shipping container, which Deja Vu has the letter A written on it. Again, um, I'm of course referring to the end of Season 4 when they get locked up in the uh, the train cart at the um, Terminus. And there's the, not letter A written after, it's already got it on there. Um, what do you think this letter A means? Because it didn't really mean anything I don't know. before. And she doesn't... She do, I, she's got no one there to explain it to. Like n- none of her other people with her, Jadis, but she writes it on it and just walks it out, walks away. But it's I, I don't know. It yeah. doesn't really feel like it means much, but it feels like a, almost an Easter egg that the writers want fans to think about. But I yeah, don't know why. I, I sort of forgotten about that bit, but it, I yeah I, I don't know. There maybe that it's it was such an obvious thing though um, that. You would think there maybe is a purpose for it, but maybe it's just one of those things that people will wonder about and it will disappear. But I, yeah, it was a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I hope they explain it in some way because I had no idea why. I don't know. It's it's strange. It's the writers know what they know what they're doing, um, and know that it's the well, same and stuff. So yeah, we we hope they know what they're doing. So, <laughs> um, so what do you think when Rick? Uh, ends up at the scavengers base. Uh, I I was uh, why why Rick why why go back to those guys? They're a bunch of dicks. You kind of know that that they're not really gonna help. I know you can yeah. try and <laughs> to switch sides, but 
just turning up on your own to do it seems a bit stupid. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping he has some form of escape plan out of that because yeah, uh, otherwise he's just going to be stuck in a shipping container for a while. But um, and naked. I mean, Daryl must add. Yeah, and naked <laughs> for, for and some naked. reason. Yes, uh, looking <laughs> pretty cold yeah. as well. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, so two questions. Does anybody know he's going here? Two, um, what happens if Jadis kills him, puts, dumps him in the rest of the trash or whatever, does whatever she wants with him? Is anybody going to know where he's gone or? Um, yeah, well, Daryl, I think, knows where he is because they okay. had that conversation at the end of the last episode where Daryl goes, are you sure you want to do this? Um, and you know, Rick says yes and then heads off on foot because Daryl won't give him a ride. <laughs> but <laughs> cause, uh, but I, you know, so I think Daryl knows where he is and I'm assuming there is a plan to go and get him should mm. he not return within a certain time period. But then Daryl's kind of gone off on his own thing at the end of this. So that may be a little bit stuffed and may have screwed up Rick's plans as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, hopefully some of the others know where he is as well. I hope so. But I I, <laughs> I, I thought this was a really stupid move on Rick's yeah. part because, yeah, just to do it on your own. Um, and those guys are just not reliable. I know you need the numbers, but really, you know, if... But they take and they don't got, bother. <laughs> yeah, and you've got, you've got the saviours trapped or you know as far as we can tell you've got the savage trapped yeah. at this point so maybe just wait them out before you decide to go to this to the scavengers and um you know do something like this so yeah make sure that the make sure that you really need them before you actually go and do it but yeah i, yeah, I don't know i thought it's really stupid what, what do you think of the scavengers overall at the moment i mean they're Paint, uh, Jadis and I think one of the other guys they have um, like a double sided apron and uh, they're like making art and stuff and they're naked <laughs> naked what, yes what's, what's all that about like they're just they're just odd that, well, that was the thing they were talking about it on Talking Dead afterwards and uh, and they had Kevin Smith on who I love and uh, Kevin yeah, Smith was on yeah Kevin Smith was on going well I thought maybe they were getting Rick to do some art projects because, you know, they got him naked already. So <laughs> clearly that's the way you do your art projects. He's naked in, in the scavenger's base. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's how you do your art. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was funny. But yes, they're just weird. They're very strange mm-hmm. characters. See, at least, because these people and Gregory are both annoying, but at least funny things happen with Gregory. Whereas I'm yeah. just more confused each time I see these people. As to like, okay, what the hell is up with their society? Like, they, they haven't really explained it either. But at least no. when Gregory does dumb stuff, it's funny. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, but anyway. Uh, but yeah, he gets locked up in the uh, c- container, which we see towards the end. Uh, yes. I think we talked enough about that stuff. Um, at the Hilltop Colony, Jesus keeps watching over the saviors they have captured. Uh, secured on the fence outside of the community. I was a little bit confused with the, the geography here. I'll talk about that in a, in a second. Um, mm. So they've been secured on the fence outside the community. Maggie expresses disappointment that Jesus is using their supplies to provide food and water because we see him giving them some sort of fruit or something like that. Um, turnips, turnips, I think. Okay. Which is like, well, yeah. I'm not sure eating raw turnips mm. is particularly good when for that, you. But go on. <laughs> when that one guy drops his his turnip and gregory turns around i thought please don't have like a two minute conversation about this is why you need the turnip and you're here because of this and that but they didn't <laughs> i was like okay we can you can we have 40 30, however many of these people there are it doesn't really matter that he doesn't want it uh but they moved yeah. on from that quite swiftly which is quite good yes um so he, he does that for them and gregory thinks they should build um gallows to um to hang them Jesus reminds them that uh, by killing their prisoners, they would be no better than the saviors. Uh, Maggie, which is the reason they haven't already killed them, as we've established in previous episodes, Mm. 
Maggie later decides to allow the saviors inside in prisons with a makeshift cage, which to me doesn't look very secure. Again, I'll talk about that in no. a second. As long as they do not cause trouble, which of course they're going to. Uh, Maggie also orders Gregory to be imprisoned with the saviors rather than shoot him um, because they can't trust him either. In private, Jesus thanks Maggie for keeping the saviors alive, but she sees them as uh, future bargaining chips, which is which is kind of true, but there you go. Uh, taking Maggie's word, word to heart, and Aaron decides to go on a personal mission, this as a little bit later, with Enid, which we'll also talk about. Uh, so which was the first thing I sort of pinpointed here? I think it was the Jesus thing, which I talked about. Um, so this prison thing... Which was one of the things that I said I would talk about. Um, do you think they could just like get four or five each other on one shoulder and one of them like climbs over or something like that? Well, yeah, potentially. I mean, I sort of get it. The The problem with leaving them tied up outside because they were outside the wall. The difficulty with that is there is potential for maybe if there are saviors still out there for some savior to come in and maybe be able to rescue them from that. Whereas if they're, they're inside the walls and caged, um, they are more secure from, you know, potentially being rescued, but they are more of a danger to the community inside. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly wish Jesus hadn't brought them all back. I think it was a stupid thing to do in the first place. But yeah, um, the thing is with that is that Maggie didn't know about it. So she didn't really have a say. And yeah. her, her being the the new leader of this place puts her in, an, in this odd position, which we saw her to kind of deal with more in this episode. Yeah. Because um, we only saw like Tara, Morgan and Jesus debate it when this was when this started to happen, yeah. which was the end of like episode two or three or something. Um, so she, so Maggie didn't know about this, so it's sort of been shoved on her plate. Uh, but see, for me, the one mistake was uh, when you had the one guy that goes for the gun when when they're in there, and that guy at that point, I would have just shot him in the head. Okay, and yeah. as a warning to the others, you know, saying uh, uh, mm-hmm. because he's obviously going to cause trouble. And I, I think I think in that situation you have a zero tolerance policy and you just shoot the guy in the head, mm-hmm. you know. Do, do um, you mean to sort of say like, okay, we haven't killed you, we've prisoned, we've imprisoned you, but if you try anything, we'll take you out, basically. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. And when that happened, I would have, um, I would have taken him. So mm. I wonder what his plan. I mean, I know his plan was to get the gun, but he can't take out all of them with the pistol inside that area. But I guess it gives him him something. In terms of that, um, but I I don't know. Um, so what else was there in here? Uh, so yeah, with Gregory, what do you? Uh, what what use is he? <laughs> I, none at this point, and I you know I, I can understand why she doesn't want to kill him. Uh, the thing is, you know, though, because, is that he but, betrayed yeah. the rest of the group in order to potentially kill them so it's like you've let someone off who's tried to kill you it's all it's a little bit like the thing with rick in the way of going back to the scavengers and saying can you help us again even though you betrayed us rather than turning up with a couple of people and just getting rid of them it's a, it's almost the same in that sort of way uh yeah yeah i mean i i don't know i I understand why she doesn't want to kill Gregory. I, um, you know, because it is difficult just killing somebody in cold blood, Mm. but, uh, you know, particularly when they've not done something immediately to antagonize the situation, but he is a danger and I entirely get why she threw him in with the rest of them. I, 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 I just, at this point, he's such a Weasley character, though. <laughs> <laughs> I really, uh, I really don't like him. Yeah, and uh, I, you know, I, I think it's probably the best thing she could do is throw him in the cage and kind of forget about him at this point. Can we? Can but, we give Alexander Berkeley? A, is it Alexander Berkeley? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Uh, can we give him an Emmy for playing most Weasley character? <laughs> I know this little category, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we should have a most Weasley character mm-hmm. category. Yeah, but 
I think what the potential problem here is, is because he knows maybe the hilltop and stuff, and he knows where stuff is, again, they could have moved stuff, they've got new people in, etc. Things have probably changed a bit. I see him more on the side of not him individually causing danger, but him helping somebody else in that cage to do something in that way. I mean, I don't know yeah. how valuable he is completely, but it's something that he could he could do. Yeah, apart from, I mean, apart that, from is, that, on his own, he's not really going to do anything. That is the danger, is if, say, the other guy that was causing trouble goes to Gregory and says, well, you know this place, you must know a way of getting out, and yeah. convinces him to help. <sighs> you know, Gregory at this point has nothing to lose because, you know, other than his life if it goes wrong, but he's right. stupid enough to bow to pressure mm-hmm. and that may cause problems. So, mm-hmm. uh, and he also may see it as if he can get them out and get them back to the rest of the saviors, then that puts him on better terms with Negan. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe. Uh, one of the kind of coincidental problems is if you look at Alexandra, the hilltop in the kingdom, I feel like, even just from looking at the place, I feel like the hilltop is the least equipped for prisoners. Because they had... Did they say they had to actually make this so it wasn't already in place? Whereas, like, the Alexandria and the Kingdom are much bigger places. Again, not really on the hilltop's fault. Um, But Jesus bringing them back to probably the least well-suited place is an unfortunate problem. Um, But again, it could make for something kind of exciting. So... But again, yeah, I, I mean, I I know what you're saying, and you're quite right. Uh, but if he turned up with them all at the uh, at Alexandria or the Kingdom, he'd have even less control over what happens to them. Mm-hmm. You know, because at that point, I think yeah. you know, if he turned up at the Kingdom, they probably war would have got immediately slaughtered, considering everything that happened. Um, and quite possibly, the Alexandrians just wouldn't let him in. So. <laughs> Mm. You know, yeah. I I think that was the only place he could take them. But yeah, you're right. It is mm-hmm. out of all of the places that they have, it, it is the most inappropriate place to put them. Yeah, I just uh, yeah. This this cage thing doesn't look all that secure, but I think that's kind of wink wink on purpose kind of thing. Um, mm. yeah, I think that's about it for that scene. Uh, Aaron is it Aaron? Aaron <laughs> decides Aaron. to go on a uh, personal mission and Enid offers to join him. That's a bit later. That that could be kind of interesting as well. Um, yeah. yeah. So that could be kind of cool in future episodes. Uh, let's move on to In the Kingdom. Ezekiel has secluded himself in his home, uh, refusing to allow others to see him. And he's the king, so he's allowed to say that. Uh, yeah. Carol works to prepare um, other able-bodied residents to help in Rick's plan. Henry, Benjamin's younger brother, um, so if you remember, he was the one that unfortunately died last season. He was the sort of young, the the young one that uh, Morgan was sort of training. Uh, yeah. Desperately wants to participate despite uh, her hesitation, but she relents. Later, Carol is able to approach Ezekiel and tries to encourage him to take up leadership again, even if it's uh, just maintaining his act, but Ezekiel remains reluctant. Um to participate and urges her to lead the kingdom as well uh he's kind of got a right to be this upset he just lost his tiger and his and like loads of his yeah. people and we we saw in the episode how traumatic that that was for him i mean i get it it's a war but you can still face trauma um and it was for, for him personally it was quite a big setback for him um yeah and losing your, your pets isn't is never easy i uh lost my dog last year we've got a new puppy now but um it's uh, it's not easy, so I imagine no, he, he's no, having difficulty isn't. with that as well. So, yeah, uh, what, what I mean, you, what do you think of this bit? Yeah, I mean, I, I understand where Ezekiel's at, um, and I also understand Carol's desire to sort of say, "Look, you are, you know, I know you're feeling bad, but you are the leader of this community. You need to fake it to make it again," you know, um, and. Uh, that's what he's been doing up until this point, and he just needs to get his shit together and and you know do it. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, he's obviously gone through something very traumatic. He lo- he he led those people from the kingdom to their deaths, and he also lost his beloved tiger in the process. So yeah, 
uh, you know, I yeah, I, I really, uh, I mean, I, I entirely get why he's that traumatized. I hope he comes back from it, but um, but yeah, I it it's uh i thought there was some lovely little scenes in that where carol mm-hmm. kind of goes out and then then comes back and is about to shoot the door and uh yeah, <laughs> your ears. there he goes oh it's unlocked <laughs> i thought that was lovely <laughs> this i love jerry he's amazing so yeah, uh cool. so that was really good mm-hmm. um, uh got was... an interesting little fact that um henry this this younger boy that she uh meets as well is the the actor who plays him is the younger brother or the one of the brothers or a brother sorry um of the actress yeah. who played sophia so from season one and two yes. i wonder if yeah. they're because carol's got a bit of a not to put this in in bad way but in more of a better way uh carol on this show's got a bit of history of let's say looking after children i think that's the that's the better way to sort of put it i was about <laughs> yeah. to say something I, I was about to word that differently and it wouldn't have come out right uh but she's got yeah that sort of history there in the show yes because uh, she's, Kids, she's you had seen... sophia of course who was her actual daughter uh lizzie and mika which she tried to look after uh sam which she somewhat tried to look after but that was when she started to become damaged um and now she's got henry as well to sort of look after yeah so. um yes, do you think they're uh, sort of, do you think this is like the ne- the next child in line kind of thing i it's i do find it very weird how how kids seem to be really drawn to carol regardless yeah you know, despite the the sort of go away kids you bother me kind of attitude that she t- tends to have you know um and i mean i understand it when she was back at alexandria and was doing the kind of you know homemakery type of version of carol you know, because she was baking cookies and stuff, and I can understand why the kids were drawn to her then. But they've been drawn to her throughout the series, uh, which I think is quite interesting. And uh, despite the fact that she kind of seems to try and bat them away in most cases, but uh, but yeah, uh, I I don't know. I mean, it's uh, uh, it's it'll be interesting to see. I hope Henry doesn't end up dying like all the others. uh, i mean what i hope doesn't happen is that she gets close to henry um in in a motherly sense again could have said i could have said this also wrong uh (laughs) that that she gets close to henry on the motherly sense um like a mother-son relationship and that he i hope that that doesn't happen and then he dies and then she goes back to her season six self because that would be very um repetitive and it would really annoy me so i hope that that doesn't happen i mean you don't have to kill yeah. every single child that that uh, no, has a relationship with carl so give her a break live, yeah yeah um so i i hope if they're going to do this relationship thing with her and henry that it's more successful and more more happy yeah. at least for a bit longer because some of these relationships that i'm pointing out didn't really last that long um no. i mean she had what seven episodes with sophia like the, the first season and then she went missing in the season two premiere um yeah. so that didn't last that long and then lizzie and mika was a whole other thing as well um yeah so i just hope that it's a bit more successful if they decide to do it which they're hinting at they are so i don't know um yeah. but it, it was sad as well to see like I remember when we were first introduced to Ezekiel, he's sitting there in his chair, he's got this chain, and he's got this tiger there, and now he's sit- he's still sitting in the same place, he's got the chain, but there's just no tiger on the end, because the tiger's... tiger's yeah, tiger. yeah I thought that was, re- that was really sad, that they yeah. had him holding the chain, I'm, yeah, and, and he's sort of broken, and yeah. Mm-hmm. I, there's just no tiger on the end, so, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just hope that they're going in a not same direction with carol because that that would yeah. interest me just just yeah, keep how she is well. for a little while please because she's been too yeah. all over the place um and just don't kill off henry you don't need to so <laughs> <laughs> uh so let's go to the next scene um elsewhere carl goes scavenging outside alexandra and encounters siddiq because we need more characters apparently <laughs> Carl apologizes for Rick's previous uh, hostility because, if you remember, in the 100th yeah. episode, the sort of um, Easter eggs at the uh, gas station and stuff, or the petrol station, whatever you want to call it. Um, they met he met Sadiq there, and Rick gave him some gave him some uh, some warning shots and sort of made him run away. Uh, but he offers him food and water, uh, seeing that Sadiq was trapping a walker. We saw that in the um, in the trailer, and it looked kind of confusing. But now we know what it is. So. Yeah. 
Uh, Carl asked Sadiq the three questions, which I, I quite like these. They're quite sort of um, signature for The Walking Dead. Um, yeah, which we haven't is, had that in a while. Either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we haven't met many. We haven't met many individual people. <laughs> We've met sort of no. just big groups. Um, so it's it's uh, how many walkers have you killed? How many people have you killed? And then if you, I guess, say, uh, yeah, you've killed people, one or something, why? you get asked yeah. why. Because uh, of course, killing a human is much more. Painter is a much more dangerous person than if you just killed zombies. So um, yes. they need to yeah. sort of know the story behind behind why. Um, I didn't write down the exact number, but it's like a hundred and something or two hundred and something walkers he's it killed. It was two two hundred and something. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's actually a character in um, Z Nation called 10K, and he counts uh, the zombies that he kills. Yes, you yes, actually see is. it as he kills the zombies, and he's up to like a thousand or something at the moment. So <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty cool as well. Um, I guess it's just a little kind of personal tally thing you can just kind of keep to yourself. So, yeah. uh, so Carl asked the three questions um, to to ask Sadiq. Um, you that Rick it says here that uh, the Rick uses to judge potential members of the group. And is impressed with the answers. Carl decides to leave Sadiq uh, back to Alexandra, promising to vouch for him once they get there. Because of course, Rick may or may not have a problem with it. Depends yeah. on if Rick's even there when he when he gets back. Um, yeah, I mean, I hinted towards new characters. We don't need any more char- new characters at this point. Um, <laughs> no. What What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I. I... He seems he seems okay. I yeah. think he's probably a reasonable guy. Um, I, I don't know why they've introduced him at this point. <coughs> Hopefully, he's there for some form of reason. Because um, otherwise, it's because I mean we've barely been back to Alexandria as it is. So I I don't know. I mean, it's difficult to judge why they would introduce this character at this point. Unless it it's to bring in maybe another group somewhere along the way, which can help them. Possibly, I don't know, but um, yeah, he's he's an interesting character because the the whole thing about him killing walkers to free their souls because that's what his mother kind of suggested right, kind of that like he did. Religious or whatever, yeah, yeah, I think. Um, I mean, this goes back to my what I was saying in the previous podcast that. This show too many times has done this thing where it sets something up, whether it be a new situation like what we said last week with Eugene and the bullets, or a new character. You they kind of set it up, leave it, and like do something else. And I feel like this is mm. that again, where it's like, okay, I I don't mind new characters. I always find them interesting. Um, but right now, like we we're in the middle of this phase yeah. and this plan and this war. We don't need. Anybody else? Um, it so it just, does seem like an odd time to do it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least a, a cool character introduced him, really, Carl, um, which we need to see like as much of as possible. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Um, they also get a bit overwhelmed by zombies. Carl almost dies. He gets yes. like three of them on him at once and then manages to pull out his gun, um, which I thought was a, was a, was a bit odd. Uh, yeah, and then Sadiq is killing some other ones as well. Did you think the action was kind of good? Yeah, I thought the action was was fine. In that, um, you know, they they did seem to, I they did genuinely seem to get kind of overwhelmed fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you know, I'm assuming the zombies are a lot stronger than they maybe first appear because you know Carl was kind of being pinned down quite easily by by those zombies. So, um. Yeah, I mean, I I, th- I thought that that worked okay. It's always difficult with those zombie fights because zombies are are in- inherently stupid and slow moving, so mm-hmm. running away generally is the is the best thing to do. But then if you go and attack them, and said suddenly a bunch more appear from nowhere, yeah. um, which is what seems to happen that in this particular case, that that seemed to to work. So. You know, and he's quite experienced at killing zombies. They just got a bit overwhelmed, but I think they managed to pull that sequence off fairly well. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's basically what happens in that. Do you think we'll see? Do you think we'll see Sadiq in the next two episodes? I, I would think so, given that they've introduced him now. I would hope they have a reason for him being there, because hmm. otherwise, it seems it, yeah. 
there's got to be a purpose for that character to have turned up at this point. Otherwise, it seems a bit odd. Mm-hmm. So um, I would hope that we maybe see him again. Uh, certainly, you know, if we only, even if it's only little bits in the next couple of episodes, I would hope that we see him, and there's a reason that we see him. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, to help me make bullets. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so moving on from that, Daryl returns to Alexandria and decides to take um, his own actions outside of Rick's plan, which uh, kind of obvious from what we saw in the last encounter or their last conversation, I guess you could say. Uh, Tara, yeah. Tara sees Daryl about to head off and asks to join him. Elsewhere, Michonne is anxious to know what's happening because she's not been in the season much. <laughs> mm. uh, what She's anxious to know what's happening, feeling responsible for the war. Um... And as she urges urged Rick to take a stand towards the saviors, Rosita also comes as well because she's not been in the season much either. Uh, again, this isn't a good way. We want these characters to get back and get involved. So this is um, I'm not complaining about this. This is good stuff. Uh, Rosita offers to take to come with her and see what is happening at the sanctuary. Um, en route, they hear loud music and find two saviors nearby trying to load a truck with speakers which they plan to use to lure uh, away the walkers surrounding the sanctuary um michonne and rosita kill one of them but the other escapes with the truck until it is um crushed into by a garbage truck driven by daryl and Terra. uh killing the saviors they sort of get out and shoot them afterwards as well yeah uh so i guess like to finish them off or whatever uh, the four travel together to the sanctuary, seeing the walkers that surround it. Daryl decides he needs to take action now, and that's the end of the episode. Um, so, what did you think of the like little warehouse scenes with uh, Michonne and well, um, Rosita? The the warehouse scenes were good. It's nice to see Michonne back. I mean, I know we know she's not been in the season for. Uh, much this time around uh because mainly because the actress is in black panther and infinity war so so uh she's not been available to to be in walking dead as much mm-hmm. for the past sort of yeah that that's been the main reason why i've not seen michelle much but um uh it's nice to see michelle back and rosita uh, the, the that little sequence in the uh, in the warehouse I thought was quite nice. Rosita getting to blow somebody up with a with a uh, RPG I thought was with awesome. I yeah. really enjoyed that. It was more on the side of this is cool as opposed to this <laughs> makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, it was. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it was it was funny because she was kind of going through boxes of like grenades and things and trying to. Yeah, they're empty and tried to find things and then the, the one thing she managed to find is an rpg which mm. you know i yeah I, it was entertaining that i think which is fine you know it's not exactly the best mm-hmm. you know, i think it was more well, on the side happened, of was... cool as opposed yeah. to like anything else really um yeah i mean it all starts like michonne accidentally kicks a, a tennis ball and then they notice it and yeah that alerts them um yeah so then maybe uh they need to work on their stealth a little more yeah uh, we, we shall see yeah. uh but yeah in in a cool sense yeah using an rpg is always always kind of cool the last time we sort of saw it was uh daryl on the on the bikers at yeah. the start of season was that, the, that that was our first actual podcast wasn't it the s- second half of season six Something like, like, like that, when you yeah. had the um, the zombies invading Alexandria and Carl losing his eye and stuff. Yeah, that was a that was actually our first podcast. So, um, yeah, cool to see an RPG used again. How many rounds did they have? I remember them saying they had like four or something. And I think they uh, think they've used three, and she found another one here. So maybe yeah, they have. So another may- one. maybe they've got maybe they've got more. I mean, we don't know whether she just found that one loaded or whether yeah. there's there's kind of a box of rounds somewhere as well. But uh, but yeah, the one thing that did strike me about that scene is it's, it, it was awfully convenient for Daryl and Tara just to happen to show up at that particular moment. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, that that was the thing that I found particularly unbelievable about that scene was mm-hmm. they and and they ran into. I mean, how how did they know to just run into that truck? You know, I mean, I know it was yeah. it was playing loud music and stuff, but. Uh, yeah, that was the bit that that I had more of an issue mm-hmm. with. They looked he's, in the car and saw nobody with uh, dreadlocks. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. just yeah, it seems see, that seemed a little weird. 
to me. Mm-hmm. But again, know, that was a bit more on the side of this is cool. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, you can do it it's so cool. many times, but you can't do it too much. But they did it just enough. Yeah, maybe. yeah. It sort of cool, but more more for me. It seemed mm-hmm. like a convenient way to get Michonne, Rhodes, Zeta, Daryl, and Tara in the same place. Yeah, and did, you know, yeah. So, did you actually know that that was Daryl? Because I wasn't even like that sure. No, not not until he got out and yeah, you know, we we saw him. I I didn't mm. realize that was Daryl, but yeah, I. Mm. That that the the convenience of them just happening to be there at the right time was was a little too convenient for my liking. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you know, fine, whatever. They're together now. The, the I also have the this issue with Daryl deciding to take action now. Hasn't Daryl learned that going his own way gets people killed? Yeah, <laughs> um, Glenn. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh. I, I yeah, I, that's not going to go well. I'm, mm. I'm I was about sure to ask you, well, how do you think this plan will go? Yeah, I. My feeling is they're going to try and you know ram the gates to make a hole in the front of the sanctuary to let people in to let the the zombies in. My guess is that's then going to have people pile out possibly, and I I just don't feel that's going to go anywhere near the way that he thinks it's going to go. Yeah. Although we did get a little clip on Talking Dead of the next episode, and we know that there are people still inside the sanctuary because there is a clip between Eugene and uh, what's his face, Dwight, scarred yeah. faced man Dwight. Scarred yes, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, there was a little little scene between those two, so uh, we know that that we are at the sanctuary at some point, and either they hadn't done it yet or. It you know they didn't have the effect that they wanted so I don't know we'll we'll see mm-hmm. what happens but uh, I my feeling is that's not going to go well. Yeah, um, I don't think any of the four of them will die. At, at at this point, I think some of the deaths will be safe for the mid-season finale because that's kind of what happens. Yeah, in the show. Um, but yeah, I want I do wonder sort of what. Uh, how is this all going to line up with like Rick and his situation and like how how is Rick going to feel after when Daryl he finds out that Daryl's done this and and that kind of mm. stuff um who's going to how is Rick going to that's another kind of question we didn't maybe go over is like what's going to happen to Rick now um and how's he yeah, I mean, sort of going to get out yeah that that is the other issue is now Daryl's gone off on his own there is, uh, you know, if he's not keeping an eye on how long it's been, that means that he might not be there to come and bail out Rick. If assuming the plan was, if I'm not back within X amount of time, come and get me. Mm-hmm. We don't know who else knows that that's where Rick is, other than Daryl. So that's what Carlos recruited uh, Sadiq for. <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. So I, I don't know that that also doesn't bode well for Rick either. So. Yeah. Uh, but he's yeah, the main character, so, and I don't think offing him by the scavengers is the way to go. So, no, uh, I don't no, think that's going to happen. Um, I think the other way around is likely that the, the scavengers are going to be offed at some point. I kind of hope that they're killed before the this half season is over because I don't know what other purpose they serve. The same as Grover, yeah. to be honest. I that that's one of the that's I guess if we're going into predictions a little bit that's kind of some my predictions that Gregory let's say and or the scavengers are dead by the mid-season finale I think mm, that's that's maybe a, we'll a decent see. prediction um yeah. do you have any predictions at all uh no other than as I said right at the start I think that the the alliance is is a little overconfident at this point and I rather suspect that things are not going to go well by the mid-season finale um they they seem to have the saviors cornered and I suspect that's going to turn around Mm -hmm. uh, you know because that will be a good cliffhanger to end it on for the mid-season yeah I think we're due to see a full-on angry Negan like yeah. like a Negan that comes out and goes, okay, you guys trapped me. Remember how powerful I am? Remember what I did to Glenn? And he'll probably say Glenn and the Ginger or whatever, or the, or the widow's yeah. guy in the Ginger, knowing Negan. Um, yeah. Like he, him to come out and say, remember I did that? Remember how strong I am and now fight back? I think that would be kind of interesting. 
Um, yeah. And that's to be honest, what would make sense because Negan's still incredibly powerful. He just happens to have slipped up a bit and gotten trapped. But um, yeah, all I'm saying is, don't forget how how powerful these these saviors are, strength in numbers and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's it for the episode. I do have two emails which we can go into. Um, so there's two emails you can now send your feedback to uh, entertainmenttalkahotmail.com of course is one of them and um, TWD eTalk so basically our Twitter handle which is eTalk but without the UK but you, t- you put TWD in front of it um, and then at hotmail.com so it's TWD eTalk at hotmail.com um, to send in your emails or you can tweet us and Facebook us and all that sort of stuff uh, Jacob returns and says, uh, following Chris and Matt's comic book talk about the timelines, I am increasingly annoyed at the original TV content, but not the remixes. I'll give two examples. The Terminus People was a great remix. It actually gave more more of those characters, um, or more character to those, and even gave the, the termites a place they lived in, um, which I completely agree with. Because um, they, they were like half an issue kind of thing or whatever or like half a volume of of content and they didn't have like a place or anything and they just sort of right turned up kind of thing so they were done a lot better in the tv show um but they, right, they were still okay. done really well in the comics but they gave them a bit more in the tv show so yeah uh jadis and the scavengers a bad example not needed and purely annoying characters which we have sort of discussed um i just don't know what they bring to the show other than like confusion as to what their like motives are and what they're about and that sort of thing um mm. again it's it's i don't know if you, you'd all get this reference but again it's damien dark arrow season four kind of thing where it's like <laughs> okay these characters could be interesting but just in something else so yeah um do, do yeah. you know what you're saying yeah, yeah no I, I know what you're saying at this point i you know, they betrayed the group. They sided with Negan. They are going to have to be dealt with one way or another. And, you know, I, I know Rick's plan is to try and unite people. And uh, he was trying to prove that uh, that they were winning. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how necessary they are at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised you know, they've lived this long. To be honest, yeah. for, for a set of villains, they were introduced. Uh, was it season six? No, it was season seven, wasn't it? Um, mm. I thought there would be like a couple of episodes worth of worth of material, maybe. Um, but I don't know. Again, we we're not in the writers' room, so we don't know what they have on on their mind. But with all the kind of negative feedback that I've seen about them and the break between <laughs> season seven and eight, I'm surprised they haven't just like gotten rid of them, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, and nothing well, that, against the actors or anything like that. I think they're doing well with the, the material they've been given. So, yeah, yeah, no, and that's the thing. I mean, they could have kind of left them alone, pretty much. Um, you know, I mean, the the their motivations seem to be keep to themselves. Mm-hmm. So, as as the you know, and they're not like a threat to the Alexandrians or anybody else at this point. So I think, you know, having seen that they they basically lost the battle when they switched sides to Negan, so uh, you could have just left them alone and not really referenced them again. So I was surprised that they kind of brought them all back in again. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what they have planned. Um, and Alex simply writes in with Daryl counts six for six. So that's uh, that's good stuff there. <laughs> um, do you think he'll be in every episode this season? Um, I'm talking about the whole season as well, not just like the half season. Potentially, yes, I think, mm. because they underused him so much last season. I think there is a very good chance that, you know, and he's such a popular char- popular character. I think maybe they'll they'll keep him in every episode, pretty mm. much. Yeah. Um, Who do you think we'll see the least of this season? Is looking like a sort of mix between Michonne and Rosita, maybe. Well, yeah. Uh, as the same Michonne as you know, he's he's off has been off filming. So yeah, I, I we we are definitely going to see less of her than we have done in previous seasons. Uh, I don't know. It would be nice to see a bit more of some of the other Alexandrians, but um, mm-hmm. there's so many characters at this point, it makes life very difficult to yeah. do that. You know, 
So, yeah, but we'll see how these last two episodes go, and hopefully it finishes uh, quite well. Um, it, whenever I see people talking about the end of the half season, it's almost as if they're talking about the end of the season. Because yeah. the way they've done the, the shows is almost like it is one like story arc, and then like they sort of split it off. Yeah, it kind is. Of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's all. It almost is like a, a season finale. It's just the half of the season. So. Um, okay, that's it for this episode. I think we've said everything that, that uh, we want to. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how this attack goes and see how things go in the last, last two episodes. Uh, and then we'll yep. be back in, in February, I, I assume. Yes. So, um, yeah. So yeah, that's it for this week's episode. Uh, entertainmenttalk.org is where you can find all the rest of the content that I mentioned and, of course, future and past content as well. Uh, if you want to listen to this week's Geek Town Radio, it's a special one because it's this, uh, this year's... Geek Town Awards, which is uh, yes. you, Ross, and Bex, isn't it? Um, discussing yes. the best, the best of uh, entertainment this year, TV and, yes, and games it, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's the best. Uh, it's it's us talking what basically what we thought were the best uh, TV games and movies of the year. But mm-hmm. the uh, Geek Town Awards, which are launched now, are actually a thing that the public can vote on. So. Uh, if you're if you're in the UK and over the age of twelve, you can uh, enter the Geek Town Awards. Leave what you fill out the form that's on the website at geektown.co.uk forward slash awards, and there is a huge main prize which is worth seven hundred and fifty pounds, which you can be in with the chance of winning. And there's a runner-up prize as well, which is worth one hundred and twenty-five pounds, which you can also be in with the chance of winning if you don't get the main prize. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, geektown.co.uk forward slash awards to to go and enter that if you want. Cool. I'll try and remember to put a, uh, a link in, in the notes or something um, cool. to that as well. Uh, you can follow us as well on Twitter and Facebook. You can join the Facebook group. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher, which is very recent. Uh, you can uh, find our Patreon, so you can you can do the um, the dollar a month thing or redeem rewards of your of your choice. I do still need to update that. I did actually go to the other day. And like you know, when you completely forget how to do something, I was like, "How do I do this again?" <laughs> so I need to, I need to take another look at that. But uh, I'll, yeah. I'll update that soon. Um, my Twitch is in the description, which I'm still working out what exactly I'm going to stream and stuff, um, as well as Robert's um, mixer thing that, that he does. Uh, I need to put his schedule on the site. There's some things that I I need to do uh, as well. Um, so you can go and check out all of our stuff in the description as well. Thank you all for listening, and we shall see you on the next uh, for next time. See you next time. Bye bye. Bye.